Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Good Life Podcast with Mike Safosnick. Broadcasting today from the great Jack Dempsey's Bar located at 33 West 33rd Street, around the corner from the Empire State Building. Before I get to today's guests, I just want to thank everyone who listens and subscribes to the show. It can be found by searching Mike Sappho on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast app. My last three shows that I guess got a lot of attention were obviously Damien Eccles, famously known for being in the West Memphis Three, wrongfully convicted of murder, and spent 18 years on death row before he was released. Sean Atwood came on, I think it was three or four days ago. He was on Locked Up Abroad. He was the London um, businessman who went to Arizona, started selling ecstasy. Naughty, naughty. And he actually had a fight with uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano. But he actually just wrote a book on Pablo Escobar, which is pretty good. And then, of course, Lee Abamante came on, the world's most traveled man. He actually has a show coming out on CNN, I think in a few weeks. So we'll have him on. come on. He doesn't really bring much to the table. He just is my personal travel guide, but I like having him on. So I'm going to be stepping out of my comfort zone today, and I'll be talking surfing with two professional surfers right now. Welcome to the show, and I got her name easily. Come on. Who can mess up her name? <laughs> Melly Saeli, nailed it, and Erin the Worm Ashley. Sorry for one mic, but we're going to have to overcome this. We're, we shall overcome. Thank you for coming on the show, ladies. Uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having us. Melly, you're going to have to come in closer yeah, into the mic. And she, I know my voice is very soft. So. And she looks very nervous. Anyway, she put the soft voice on. She put the softer, a softer version of her voice on. Yes. Yeah, so what brings the California girls to New York? Uh, well, we were just here because we had a uh, film showing at the women's like New York Surf Film Festival over in the uh, Rockaways this weekend. And what was the purpose? Because I actually don't know. And usually I set up the questions. What was the purpose of the documentary? Is it for charity? Is it for awareness? What's it for? It was for. It was actually for awareness, which is a good guess, I guess. I actually. Um. Why else would people? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I put on a contest last year at uh, Malibu Surfrider Beach in California, which is one of the. Uh, it's considered one of the best longboarding spots in the world. And I put a contest on with 16 of the best female longboarders, uh, single fin longboarders. And it was to, you know, promote being women, promote being awesome. And it was also to promote uh, Keep Abreast, which is a, a foundation that tries to uh, foster youth, like breast cancer awareness. Oh, that's actually really cool. And I actually have like amateur surf questions because I actually do but you mentioned longboard and this is gonna, I'm going to sound a few of my questions might sound ridiculous and don't mention the size because there's three guys here and don't make us feel insecure but what's the difference and why do you guys you both surf longboard correct? Yeah. What's the difference longboard and, and shortboard? Well to immediately nullify that and make you sound stupid a longboard is longer. <laughs> <laughs> you answered the question okay next question <laughs> so you guys <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a short board is shorter. Um, <laughs> we also have this really interesting uh, group of boards in between, which are called mid-lengths. And what mid-lengths are is they're in the middle of a short board and a long board. So it's, it's really complicated the way we've like, classified what kind of board you ride. And now, why do you guys ride long board? Is it easier? Is it... Uh, is it a different type of surfing? It's just a different type of surfing, and I think there's, you know, like there's a million personalities in the world, and um, you just take to things, you know. Some people take the football, some people take the basketball, some people take to like longboarding, and some people take to shortboarding or body surfing or, you know, stand up paddleboarding, like a million different water sports. So I think it's it's 
for me, like it was just what felt natural. I'm gonna tell you the guys the honest truth. This is this is the truth. I needed you, girl. This is this interview is ten years too late. I wrote this down like my little notes ten years ago because I grew up in New York. Yeah. No one in New York really surfs, so my game with the girls would be like, oh, I surf. I'll teach because every girl like that's. It's funny that you guys are surfers because it's one of the cool like. Like sky, if your profession is a skydiver or something like really cool, everyone always wants. Oh, I always want to surf. I always want yeah. to learn. Everyone always says that. I was that guy. I'm like, oh, I surf. I'll teach you how to surf. So I needed you guys here. To, <laughs> the game never worked, by the way. In four years, not one girl no. ever. Yeah. No. I but, couldn't tell you how many times I actually still get offered uh, by guys to teach me how to surf in the in the lineup as I'm surfing. Now it's it's funny because I actually have little notes here, and we're skipping to that part, but. Is the surfing, is it stereotypically male-driven? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, uh, it's kind of exactly like the rest of the world where okay. uh, men seem to have some sort of advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it favors that. Like men, I, I think, predominantly do it. And usually you go in, I mean, at least where I live, the lineups uh, I surf at, is it's mostly men. And uh, it's kind of cool because it puts you in this position where you're always like because you have to like get the respect from a guy Mm -hmm. otherwise um otherwise you just get burned on a lot of waves which would be like where you're going on a wave and then the guy decides that you don't need the wave and takes the wave from you and goes instead of now i'm going to ask you something and obviously not disrespectful you're both very pretty ladies do you feel that that's a detriment or is it good like in basketball one of my best friends plays professional basketball she's a female and she's very pretty and she felt that's it was kind of a negative. Like, guys would be like, oh, that's the pretty girl. That's the pretty girl. She can't play. Did you guys face that at all? Amela, you know you can speak. There's a microphone in front of you also. <laughs> she's she's I'm, working I'm, on, like, mind talking. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm curious about that. Like, do you guys face those stereotypes of a female being a surfer, being good looking? Is that an issue in there? Uh, it's not, not so much for me, but absolutely I think all that's an issue. We do get – I mean, at least I get a lot of um, – Guys, when I'll surf a wave, they'll be like, oh, I wish I was, like, 5'2 and, like, 90 pounds, and, and then I could do exactly what you do. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, I mean, I like to think at some point I practice this. <laughs> like, it's not just because you're small that you can go. Might, it, there might be some sort of skill involved in it. But, uh, yeah, we get, you get a lot of that. Like, a lot of uh, the only reason you're good is because you're tiny or the only reason you're good is because, you know, of this and that. And... And it never usually involves the reason you're good is because you've been practicing and you have a bit of skill. And that whole small thing, it's preposterous, isn't it? Now, because I, I don't surf, or I lied about surfing a lot, but I, that small thing means doesn't really mean does, or does it? No, I don't, I, I mean, no, I don't think it means a lot at all, because I think in smaller waves, it's easier for me to surf them because I'm smaller. Okay. Um, just because I'm not putting as much weight in the water. But besides that, you still have to have talent to be able to run to the nose and stay on the nose while the rest of the wave is, like, going over the rest of your board. Now, Melly, I have to ask you a question, too. So I actually Googled you girls, obviously, and I said just before the show came on, I really hate to, like, listen to an old interview or reading an old interview because then you just – the questions seem forced, like, hi, you like surfing. But you both grew up in – I'm going to say you took different avenues to be surfers uh, – Worm, you started off later. I, I think I read you yeah. in college. Yeah. And you started off, your whole family's in surfing. Yeah. What was the biggest difference? Like, you started off younger. Did you guys face different obstacles, like starting off younger, starting off older? Good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Thank you. 
<laughs> you want to answer? Oh, she's in the microphone now. now oh, things about to get real. Get close, get close. Okay. Um, well, younger, obviously, you get more of an advantage. You're, you're surfing longer. You're doing more of the contest. You're getting, like, you're getting to know the longboard community, which we do through the coalition contest where we are at, mm -hmm. um, which is a series of contests that um, are up and down the California coast. And that's really where we get to meet all the people from California who longboard and are really into the kind of longboarding that we're into. Um, but I mean, for me, it was always something that my family was supportive. Like my grandpa, he um, was one of the first like San Diego surfboard manufacturers. Okay. <laughs> so I grew up in his factory watching boards being made and then my dad started shaping for him as well and making surfboards. So growing up, my dad would always make my own surfboards and we lived really close to the beach. So it was really easy to kind of like, you know, get into it. Everything was there for me, which is different from where Ashley, or Aaron Ashley, <laughs> my friend that yeah. I don't know her name. <laughs> it's different how she came in later. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cause, like, I want to hear about you coming in later about about that because I think I read you stuff in college. That's yeah. like kind of a late – because when I was lying to the girls, it, I was around the high school age saying that I was a surfer. So I could have actually – Yeah. I could have done this. Okay. Well, let's uh, – <laughs> yeah. So like growing up, I lived right by the beach. Um, I grew up in Long Beach, California. And so we were pretty close, maybe like a five, ten-minute drive to the beach. But I was never into surfing and never did it really. Um, so when I got into college, it was nice because like before that, my only real experience with surfing was like watching, uh, that old sixties Gidget show, which would play at like three o'clock in the afternoon when I get home from school in like <laughs> elementary school. So my sister Bridget and I would watch Gidget in, uh, as soon as we got home. So Bridget watched Gidget. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we would, uh, <laughs> you are funny men, Mikey, you are funny men. <laughs> As we would like make like baked potatoes and stuff, and we'd eat we'd eat a baked potato and like watch. Where did you grow up? That you Bridget we were like and ate baked potatoes. Where did like, you grow up? There was like a good bit of time where we were really obsessed with making baked potatoes, and I came from a large family, so it was like an easy snack for my mom. My mom would pre-make a million baked potatoes, and then we could just pull one out and heat it up. It's a real thing. Okay, so the baked potato factory. Yes. Now and that, how did that get you into surfing? I'm just, I don't well, know how we got the like, baked potato. Well, but We're on the Food Network here. Yeah. Rachel Ray's coming on That's, next about yeah. how to prepare a baked how potato. How to prepare, like how to make meals for kids. Yes. Um, well, that so that was my only experience with surfing up until like college, and uh, I got into it because a friend of mine uh, was surfing, and so he wanted to. He was like, "Oh, you should come surfing," and I was like, "Okay," and then I did it, and I was. I was so awful at it, and I just didn't have it in me to, like, deal with the fact that I could be so bad at something. So I kind of actually picked up surfing because I couldn't handle being terrible at it. That's actually really interesting, and I'm going to have to do the whole generic, where the nickname Worm come from. I know it's the generic question, but I'm, I was actually curious. Oh, uh, it's from the movie Friday. Have you seen that movie? I actually don't watch movies. I've watched oh Goonies gosh. like 150 <laughs> times. So if it wasn't in Goonies, I've never seen it. Friday is by uh, uh, I, I know, I know, Ice Cube and all. I know what the movies are. Yeah, and yeah. like Faison Love is in it. And Faison, the character uh, Faison Love plays is he's like a drug dealer. 
that uh, has curlers in his hair the whole time. Okay. And so they call him Big Perm, Big Worm. And my hair is usually, I smashed it down with a hat today. So, <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's a very curly mop of hair. So people just started calling me Worm because there were uh, so many other errands. Because you were drug dealing baked potatoes. Is that yeah, why? Is exactly it, is, is yeah. that, so you're drug... I was on... <laughs> well, wait, me, guys, Melly wants to talk. Hold on. Melly, Melly's going to say something. Go ahead, Melly. That's the secret to worm success. Though. Thanks, Melly. Um, now, it's funny because I obviously I've never interviewed surfers, and you guys are making it interesting. I'm a baseball fan. I'm a basketball fan. So I can model my just a game after a certain basketball player the way he shoots yeah. the way a pitcher pitches do you guys model your this is a two-part question so be careful with your answer okay. do you guys model yourself after certain surface like wow i like his or her technique or whatever do you guys model it after somebody uh do you want to go or do you want me to go of You're course all right of course not. yeah i know right no just knocking down the summer else she doesn't care <laughs> yeah, who's you go for it. yeah 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 um well yeah absolutely i think we um there's definitely, like, when I was learning how to surf, I would look at a bunch of surfer, surf videos, like old videos, and, and you kind of clean, the same way I said that, like, you know, you take to longboarding or shortboarding, you mm -hmm. also take to, like, certain people's styles. Like, the same with, like, baseball. It, you can't explain why you're the biggest, like, you know, Mariano Rivera fan, but you can. Nice, dropping baseball names. But you names. can, but you're, you are, you know? You mm -hmm. don't always have a good reason, but you are the biggest fan, and it, and there's not, no reason you picked him over, like, Derek Jeter or, like, Posada or any of those other people. You just do. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is very true with, like, surfing is, like, you kind of find somebody you like and then you just, you just really attach yourself to that. And um, you try and model your surfing after them. But, like, at some point you can't, you know, you do what you can and you still have your own style. So it usually ends up being, like, a conglomeration of, like, all these different influences. Okay. Now, Melly, I'm, I'm not going to put you on the spot. So I'm putting the microphone in front of you. Right. I see how she's getting. Yeah. And this isn't like a knock, obviously, but every base, every basketball arena is the same. Baseball stadiums, you're 60 feet, six inches, pitcher to catcher. The feet, the bases are 90 feet away. Yeah. Surfing, literally every wave is different. And this was my question because I actually wrote down. I haven't really looked at the paper yet, but I wrote down a bunch of questions. Um, just in case we got into a bind, like, so, favorite movie. But <laughs> what makes, like, how can you follow someone's, I guess, style or emulate somebody when every wave is your own and every wave is different? Like, how can you be like, oh, I like the way that they do this or that? That's a great question. I'm nailing these questions. That's but Wait, say that into the mic so I can. That's a really great question. Thank you. Mele, you're on the spot. Um, you have to get closer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really hard. Um, since every wave is totally different, you kind of look at different surfers who are surfing maybe like the same kind of waves. Okay. Like there's in surfing, there's different kinds of waves. Like there's um, like a reef break, point break, beach break. And who I really looked up to growing up was this girl, Jen Smith, who was from the same town I was from. So we were surfing the same kind of wave, which is kind of like a really crappy beach break. Um, now, let me cut you up with the waves, and this is, again, this is amateur questions. Is it because of where you guys are? Because you're in, just say the waves are different, obviously, in Hawaii than California. Is that why, like, you guys said you surf the same waves? Is because it's the same beach? Like, so the waves are similar? Um, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, well, just, like, different approaches to those kind of waves that um, 
I was surfing at the time, I can kind of look at her and see what she would do and like approach that. Um, and then of course like style, because um, before I knew Worm, I would always watch videos of Worm and um, she was definitely like a huge inspiration. Oh really? That's pretty cool. That's actually yeah. Okay. I never thought we would actually be friends. Oh, that's so okay. That's really cool. Okay. True. Is it really? You know what? Now I'm gonna have to. I'm being narcissistic, and and before we go back to this, when I started doing the show, my favorite player uh, played in Kentucky. His name was Cameron Mills, uh-huh. and I was all nervous. Like I had like maybe 20 shows under my belt, and I emailed him. He's like, "Yeah, come on," and we talked for like an hour. And I was like all nervous, and I was um, speaking really fast, and I I interviewed him. And afterwards, I'm like, hey, if I ever come to Kentucky, can we meet? And that was around two years ago. And he's one of my best friends now. He was up here a few months ago. He stayed in my apartment, displaced me like I was a goddamn refugee. But I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, Cameron Mills is sleeping in my goddamn Like, it was, it's really cool. So that's cool that you looked up to her yeah. and stuff. So now with the waves, and I want you to answer the same thing with, with the wave question. You go to, so you guys live in California. Waves are a certain way, I guess, at a different beach. When you guys go to a different place, the waves are different. Does that affect your style? Because like baseball, you can play in New York, California, Taiwan, Costa Rica. Yeah. It's 60 feet, 6 inches, pitches mound to the plate. Well, sometimes it's a higher elevation. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So the home runs go farther. So the home runs. <laughs> Bro, you're nailing this. How long have you been a baseball farther. analyst? <laughs> a while. Here's, here's an interesting fact is that um, about my family. Another interesting fact about my family is that my brother's name is Thurman. After Thurman Munson? Yeah. And not only is that, really? so my brother's name is Thurman, and it was my mom who wanted him named Thurman. And he was actually born in March, and, and whereas like Thurman Munson then later died in, what is it, like September that mm-hmm. year. So my parents named him Thurman before... He ever died. That's actually pretty creepy. Which is so... That's actually uncomfortably creepy. Because there's a lot of people like my brother's age that are named Thurman, Mm -hmm. but they're all born like later. When he passed away. Yeah. And so, um, no, my my mom is just really, really love Thurman Munson. Why? Why? The Yankee fans from out there? Because you dropped Posada's name, Rivera's name. Yeah, we've been a huge... Like, my grandpa was a Yankees fan, and then he bred that into like my... My dad, and then um, as a result, my mom was a. My mom comes from a family of uh, Dodger fans. Okay. And they kind of always, because she was the only girl, so they kind of always, from what she says, left her out of like taking her to like the baseball <laughs> games. Okay. So I think she maybe held like a little resentment, and so then when she like joined up with my dad and my dad's family, um, she became a Yankees fan like that. That's great. It took like two seconds. That's that's awesome. <laughs> okay, because now. I hope you guys don't mind the amateur questions because I actually had different questions. No, I questions. actually I actually like it because it's like way different because like you said, be, when uh, everybody who interviews, uh, at least in my experience, I get a lot of the same questions. And it's not that I don't enjoy the same questions and I don't find them relevant. Mm-hmm. It's just it's really nice to n- not answer those questions. And, and Melly, you're, you're just taking over that mic. Like she you have to. Loves it. Yeah, she is just, you are a girl on the mic, by the I way. Know. So. <laughs> <laughs> in case you want to know what she said, she said, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. If you, you, know, you know what the worst thing is? Someone's going to listen to this and make it really loud because they want to hear Melly, yeah. and then you and I are going to be yelling in the mic, yapping yeah. away. They're going to hurt their eardrums. It's going to really hurt. She's like Shy Ronnie from that music video. Yeah, I don't listen to music either. Oh, really. my God. I know. It's a Saturday Night Live. There's like a character called Shy Ronnie. No. I, it, it, <laughs> and I, it's the funniest thing, and that's exact. If anybody <laughs> listening to this podcast looks it up, if you're wondering how Melly is, just look up the Shy Ronnie video. I only... 
I live in New York City. The only Saturday Night Live clip I ever watched was um, Brian Fellows, that yeah. animal guy. I'm Brian. That's He's so like good. my favorite guy ever. Tell that bird to stop laughing at yeah, me. Yeah. Why is he staring at me? <laughs> but then, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not Brian Fellows. <laughs> <But then> the, <laughs> the, the worst part is, then everybody's like goes into another bit. I'm like, oh, no, no. I just watched Brian Fellows clips <laughs> on <laughs> YouTube. I'm just, just, just <laughs> Brian Fellows. <laughs> okay. This might be the generic one. You guys get to travel because you're pro surfers. Yes. Okay. Favorite place because I, I travel. I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm truly going to end up beyond broke. Like I'm going to end up penniless with 500 stamps in my passport. Like I truly, the world is a book. If you don't travel, you're on page one. I'm obsessed with it. It's everything I do is because of travel. Uh, every two months I try to go somewhere new. What places do you just desire to go for, for surfing and for other reasons? Is, and Melly, you have to answer this too. You go first, Melon. Oh my God, this I'll is big. I'll let you do it. It's big. This is big. <laughs> I like California. No, go mad. <laughs> so my favorite place, I like to go for surfing. Um, or I guess Italy was one of my favorites. What, what, I just got back from Rome. I went to Rome alone. What part of Italy? Um, we started in Florence and went all the way down to Sicily. Okay. For waves. But it wasn't the waves that were great about Italy. It was like everything else. Because the surf community there is um, so excited about surfing because it's like really rare to find it. In Italy, surfing is like a rare thing? Yeah. Because when you think in surfing, I think personally as beyond an amateur, Hawaii, California, Australia, those are like the only three I ever nailed. Like, yeah. what, what other places are? Wait, I want to get back to traveling. So. Okay, Italy you love, and is there a place that you want to go, you want to surf at blank? Um, I guess New Zealand has always been kind of on my list. Okay. really want to go to New Zealand, and of course, like Japan. Um, yeah, as of right now. Okay, well, I'm going to have to ask you the same questions. All right, so my, it's a terrible answer, but my favorite place to surf is honestly at home. Okay. And... Because I really home, home field advantage. I love I love the fact that I can like wake up, uh, goof off with my dog. My husband like does jujitsu in the morning, and then he comes and uh, brings me a bagel, and then oh. takes me to the beach. <laughs> no potatoes, a bagel. No, he brings <laughs> me a bagel and a and a hot drink, and then he takes me to the beach, and then I surf, and then he takes me to lunch, and and that you can't do that anywhere else in the world. He's not going to do that for me anywhere else. Yeah, he's not going to Hawaii. He's showing <laughs> no, up with your dog. He's not here this week doing that for me. So, Is there a place that you want to surf at? Like she said, New Zealand. Is there a place like, wow, I always wanted to surf there for whatever reason? You know what? I've always wanted to surf in, um, in Israel, to be totally honest. But I think it's partially because I've always just wanted to go, and surfing is a great excuse to mm-hmm. go places. Um, so I would choose oh. Israel for sure. Okay. Are you both professional surfers? I should have re- read. Technically? I, yes. No, I don't actually get. Uh, oh, so oh, that's it. And this interview's over. It's been real. No. I know. I know. Sorry. You know what? Uh, well, wait, when I Googled you, I think, Mela, you, did you win? Some, you came in like top three somewhere for. Uh, the Nusa thing, maybe. Um, for doesn't. Mela can care less about this microphone. She'll just talk regular. <laughs> She'll just talk <laughs> maybe it was the Deus contest. Oh, yeah. Um, that one was a huge deal to me, I guess, to get third because it was with some of the best and most respected, like in my opinion. Now, when you Google um, you guys, you come up sponsored like different, um, is it websites or clothing lines? Like, are you yeah. sponsored by different things? And how does that happen? Because, like, again, I'm going to use, it's going to sound 
amateurish, but baseball, you're a minor league baseball player, you're a high school baseball player, college, minor leagues, basketball, same way. How does one go from surfing to getting a sponsor, and how does that come about? Um, well, you, you want to answer it? I can just it. Obviously, where I'm, obviously, yeah, it's obviously you, Mel. I'm gonna go for it. I thought she might do it. I thought I really thought she might answer it. But um, uh, for me, actually, the way I've gotten my sponsors, and I only have two sponsors right now, and it's a wetsuit sponsor and a, uh, a surfboard sponsor. And both of them have come about because of friendships more than anything else and so I usually deal in that and to be honest like um, not that anybody's asking to pay me but uh, that stuff that part of it's way more important to me so the reason I'm uh, sponsored by my the longboard the guys who the guy who gives me my longboards is uh, I went to a contest in Bali mm-hmm. and had a few surfs and met this guy Eden over in Bali and uh, mm-hmm. actually Melly over here introduced me to him and and then it turns out he makes surfboards, and I needed a surfboard, and he was more than happy to like do that. And we've and we've been like, and we've actually been friends like ever since then. And so it's really it's like a really great relationship. And then the uh, my wetsuit sponsor I actually became friends with him because we both watch a lot of baseball, and he's a huge Angels fan. Okay, so, <laughs> so he's like, oh, you like baseball? You like Mike Trout? Hey, you wanted me to pay for you to wear the suit? Is that he, how? It, really? It act, we actually went to a lot of baseball games together. Um, and so, <laughs> I mean, we surf and I, and you know, he knew who I was, I guess, but mm-hmm. I think the biggest part of our relationship was that we both like, uh, baseball and going to baseball games and stuff like that. On the surf, I guess, is it circuit? Yeah. Is that boom nailed it? I, Cause I watched blue crush. That would be it. Cause yeah. I watched blue crush. That's all you need. That's all you need. That or that and Gidget. That yeah, Bridget the Gidget, obviously. Yeah. So Bridget the Gidget or blue crush. <laughs> On the circuit, is it like, because um, the female surfers, you guys, is it like a small, I don't want to say fraternity, sorority or a small group of you girls that know each other? You guys like surf the, because I'm, I'm really curious about the whole surf thing. Yeah, I think it's super interesting because uh, they do. The WSL, which is the World Surf League, has a, uh, a tour. It's a very, at least for longboarding, it's a very small tour. But um, yeah, the girls who do those contests usually do, I think, most of the contests together. And they're all f- like all of us are friends in general because a bunch of us are from uh, California and okay. and we meet each other in different countries. And and so you just you start going on trips together and it's either become friends or make life really awkward. Ma- and really so uncomfortable. We, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think most of the time we try and choose make life a little less awkward and become friends. Now. You're sponsored by who? You didn't tell me who you're sponsored by. Oh, I'm sponsored by Dead Kooks, which is a great, great surfboard company, and I couldn't be more stoked. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I couldn't be more stoked that he's uh, making my surfboards. And then um, the wetsuit sponsor is Reunion Wetsuits out of Japan. I don't want you ever to knock anybody, but, like, Billabong and Roxy, is that just, like, okay, that's amateur stuff? Like, is that how you guys feel about that? No, no. I mean, that's it's probably the opposite because I think the people who are sponsored by Billabong and Roxy are actually getting paid. Oh, <laughs> so they're awesome. So, and it doesn't really matter what my opinion on it is. It's like those people are getting for sure getting paid, and they're getting paid a, usually a pretty all right sum of money. So, Melee, microphone in front of you. Yeah. When you Google, Google your name. Two things come up, and I, I, I wouldn't click on it because I want to ask you. Were you in the X Games? Because something comes up X Games with you. Yeah, I saw that on the internet. Was I was it? not in the X Games. She doesn't know. <laughs> was I in the game? I don't, I don't know. So what's the X Games? I have been. It was like, I think it was like featured on the 
a website for like women surfing, but on like the X Games page. But I don't know how it got there. <laughs> she has no clue how to use her images. I was and not at the X Games. Okay, thank you. And Urban Outfitters, are you part of Urban Outfitters? Are you? Do they pay you Urban Outfitters? Because you're on Urban Outfitters also. That was kind of like a day in the life feature. Because um, the company that I am involved with is like a bathing suit company called Sia. Um, and they were selling Sia at Urban Outfitters. So they wanted to do kind of um, a story on the team riders that they had. Okay, you guys have been doing this for 28 minutes. So a couple more minutes of your time. I'm actually having a really good... I wasn't nervous. But I'm like, fuck. What am I going to ask them about? But I'm having like a... You guys are really... Describe the game. Now, both of you have to ask, uh, ask this question. Like I said, I played sports forever my whole life. Never, I don't know if you... <laughs> he doesn't really... He's watched sports his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. When, uh, worms. <laughs> God damn it, big perm. Um, <laughs> was there a moment that you knew that, okay, you know what? Surfing's not just going to be a hobby anymore. It's going to be a profession and a way of life. Was there like an aha moment or like this is a moment uh i don't know like at least for me i um i mean it's i guess so i take a lot of compromises in in the rest of my life like my it's his first time it's his first time using a i iphone okay so go with the uh so when did you know it was not just a hobby like oh i'm gonna go surfing i'm gonna just give me my way of life um, it's hard to say. It just kind of took and then kind of like uh, really, really escalated quickly. And all of a sudden you're like just, you know, going surfing every day and thinking about surfing and watching videos and stuff like that. And now, uh, Melly, we have to ask you because yeah. you have a different thing. You grew up in the family. You grew up, your whole family is into surfing. Was it always like, hey, this is going to be my life. This is my lifestyle. This is my profession. This is what I want to do. Um... Well, at first it was kind of, like growing up in in a family of surfers, it was kind of like expected. So honestly, I think that kind of put me off from surfing till I was 13. Because I did a whole bunch of other sports too. And I was really into like drawing and like art on my own and playing like soccer, volleyball, um, water polo and stuff. And then, yeah, like uh, freshman year of high school, I started surfing and, and competing like a year after that and actually like placed in the top three and that was of the first contest I ever entered so I was like maybe I can like be good at this and this is something that I don't have to play a team sport to do it's it's something I can do on my own and at any time now with the surfing aspect because you mentioned drawing also because and also I'm gonna go back to Google <laughs> you're big into drawing you're big into that is there any correlation with the same? Are they completely different? Is that why? Is it one spectrum to the other, or is it the same thing? Like, some people, like, I love doing, like, I, I'm obsessed with reading. I'm, I'm trying to read 52 books in 52 weeks. Awesome. So reading, relaxing, everything else is hyper. So it's going back and forth. Is Does that even it out for you, or do you guys do, do you consider it the same? Um, I'd like him to Good be question. totally... Thank you. Yeah, great Sorry. question. Great. I, you know what? I got, I got hung up on what 52 books you were reading. I was like, I wonder what they are. Oh, we'll get to that next. Because that's Worm's hobby, too. He's still making phone calls at that. Yeah, okay. So go with, that, with the drawing and the... Well, yeah, I like to keep them totally separate. And in my artwork, I don't... 
um, incorporate any like surf or beach lifestyle either. Um, so it's something completely different that's kind of like more creative like outlet like quiet time and then surfing is more of like a creative outlet like a physical like release of like creativity. The question I want to know is what happened to your phone last night because I texted you this morning and it went right to green. So that means you didn't get my iMessage. What happened to the phone? Well, I told Worm that it got wet in the sink, but... I'm just surprised. Do they allow to drink beer? I actually dropped it in the toilet. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on. So, what, so last night, I texted you this morning. What happened to your phone? I'm curious because I figured a surfing accident happened because your phone got wet. Because Worm texted me, hey, Melee's phone got wet. So how did your phone get wet and where did the surfing accident happen? Well, I was saving a baby. <laughs> no, I told Worm that it got wet in the faucet, but I dropped it in the toilet. <laughs> That's the worst answer ever. Okay, a couple more. Like, we can cut that out of this interview. <laughs> zero chance. That's happening. Okay, I, ans- I asked this question to everybody, okay? We're out now, and Jack Dempsey's is beyond awesome. They give us like a private third floor bar. This is like in New York City. It's awesome. Right now, and I ask this to every person on my show, and hopefully you guys have a good answer. Right now we're out. Just say the bar's packed, and everyone's hanging out. You want to impress somebody. Who's the coolest person in your phone that if you texted you, if you texted them, they would text you back? Who's the coolest person? You have to have someone really cool on your phone. To, you have nobody? <laughs> Melee, come on. You're dropping phone. I, I only have one friend. It's Worm right here. No. So. He's your, all right, you're in love with Worm. Worm is your idol. So, okay, Worm, do you have anyone like, that would impress people at the bar? Like? Ooh. Um, oh, you could drop a famous person. I well, didn't that, think about that. That's what it is. Who else would you drop? I don't know. I'm not going to say, hey, I'm here with Vladimir. <laughs> no, no, worm, worm. You know what's great? And this is, oh, I have so to cut good. you off. The reason, I don't know, people, I guess, like, do my show. And then, like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh you should tell your friends to do it. It's just because it's, like, just, like, legit hanging out in a bar. But people <laughs> like that because it's not the generic, like, favorite. So I try to be. Okay, I have an answer. Mm. Okay, go. Um, I was going to give you my boss, but, like, my old boss. But I, I think this is a better <laughs> one is um, I'm friends with Ashley Evans-Smith, and she is in the MMA. She's in, like, I actually, the... I don't like MMA because I'm not into the fighting, but I know she is. Damn, that's a really good answer. Shit. And okay. here's the thing, is okay. that uh, she actually has a fight coming up, and um, it's, it's really cool hanging out with her because we both do sports, but it's, like, completely different sort of sports. And, uh, and I think that's a super interesting thing because we're both, like, doing the struggle of, like... Pretending we're living this dream, mm-hmm. that, which is like, uh, so we live this dream for people to watch, but there's a lot of work that goes behind it. And she's absolutely like hustling and working super hard. Like I haven't seen her in a couple months because she's training for a fight in uh, September. And after that fight, I'll finally be able to like hang out with her. And I don't want to distract her at all. But um, I think it's super interesting to see that correlation of like how hard people are working behind the scenes mm-hmm. to present this uh, idea that we're we're doing what what you think we're doing. It's cool you said that because and we're gonna wrap this up in thirty five minutes. I really appreciate you guys coming here. By the way, I have friends who play professional football, and we all see them on Sunday. Oh, Sunday, and then like during the offseason, I'm like, hey, let's go out for this. And uh, dude, I'm, I'm I'm working out. I'm like, yeah, I just worked out. I did my forty three minutes of like yeah. biceps. I know it doesn't look like it, but I, yeah. I, I'm going to stop working out. Um, no, but I'm like, oh, I just did that, that. 
He's like, yeah, guy, my workout's like eight hours. Yeah. You don't realize, and you guys are the same, like, oh, I'm going to go surf for half an hour. No, this is your lifestyle. Like, when he says he's working out, he's on the Baltimore Ravens now, it's a six-hour thing. And he's like, no, I can't cheat on my diet. I have to have blank amount of calories. This I can't go have beer at the bar yeah, and have you're a gyro. A terrible, you're yeah. a terrible friend if you're the one who's like, no, just have a beer. Because like this is just one. this is their like livelihood, and yeah. you're over here like Costed you should him you millions. don't want, yeah you don't want to be the one that's costing somebody <laughs> mucking everything up, and then they like lose a fight or lose a game and get cut, and you're like, wow, I guess you shouldn't have gone for that beer. My bad. Where I'm the guy like <laughs> I'm the guy knocking on his door in Alpine, New Jersey at three. He's like, I have a gyro. Just come to the door, please. Okay. So you guys, we're gonna wrap this up. You guys came to New York um, to do the documentary. Yeah. Uh, two things on that, because this is actually going to be the halfway professional part of it. Um, and I don't know why people – I have so many people that actually listen to the show. It's crazy. I'm going to send you guys a listener thing. I guess it's just because we're such idiots when we talk. But is the, can you see other places? Can you view it somewhere? Where can you see it? And how can you, I guess, support your charity or what you're trying to promote? Oh, well, uh, if you wanted to watch the video, the video is called Worm Dreams Big. It's on Vimeo, which is V-I-M-E-O. Not to say I'm advertising for Vimeo, but that's the only place it's on. Yeah. Um, so the video's there. It's called Worm Dreams Big. It's by Sea Level TV. And then if you want to support or know more about Keep Abreast, then you can just go to Keep Abreast. And um, they'll, they'll have all the... Just Google that. I assume that you're sponsored by Google because you kept mentioning it. So. No, the Keep Abreast. If you do look get, to my search engine, it's very... It says very much if, stuff about that. Do I get paid <laughs> if it says Google? I'll, Google? <laughs> I'll give you whatever you guys want. And <laughs> you both have to answer this. What's, what's next for you guys? And like what steps um, do you take as like, okay, you're surfing, you're loving it, you get to travel, you're from California, now you're in New York. What's next? Like, okay, this is what's coming up for me. This is yeah. Melee? I can, I have things going Okay, where am you go, Melee? Think I'll, of your answer, Melee. I'll give you a second. Um, for me, I'm doing next month, uh, I'm going, we're doing the MSA classic, which is a surf contest that happens in, um, well at Malibu. And so that's like a pretty, pretty killer party slash contest under the guise of a contest. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I mean the past two years I've slept on a teepee on the beach. So it's kind of fun. How was your surfing? Was it good? Surfing. Well, <laughs> In my defense, last year my foot was broken, so my surfing was allowed to be terrible. Smooth, it had nothing to do with all the drinks I had. It had everything to do with Is that like, why you tried entry. to throw yourself down the stairs so you have another broken foot <laughs> yeah. down there? It's like, Mike, I fell down the stairs. I've been, kicking, I've been kicking rocks all week, hoping I could break a toe again. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of the month, I'm going with my friend. Uh, my friend Emily is a professional chef, and uh, we're going to Wisconsin to cater something. Really? Um, that's, that's random, Wisconsin. I know, right? What's I'm very excited. Okay. It's a it's a private party, and so... Um, oh, sorry. We're not going to go. Melee and I are in the show. Don't worry. If you want to fly all the way out to Wisconsin, you're more than invited. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so that's what I do in my as a, as a real job. I'm a, well, I'm a pastry chef, and then I cook also, and so I'm helping out my friend well, Emily to do that. You are interesting. Damn, Melee texted me. She's really interesting. So I'm like, you are, though. So we, I know. Well, the benefits, you, the benefits of not being a professional surfer allow me the luxury of having a real job. That's actually really cool. So, so that's what I do. And Melly, what's next for you? Um, Besides learning how to speak into a microphone class. I know. I know. She stand up. <laughs> I, know, I, 
She doesn't care. She, she fixes a chair. She's fixing a hair. She's Go ahead, Melee. I need one of those. Well, um, beginning of next month, I'll be going to Maui uh, with Sia, the bathing suit company, with a whole bunch of girls, and we're going to go visit my sister and like travel around the island in Maui. And then um, after that, more um, possibly we'll come to a trip we're doing down in Mexico in Scorpion Bay. Okay. Um, it's like a 13-hour drive from San Diego where where I live, um, and then maybe after that, um, Canada for like a contest and um, the Malibu contest. And so I'm, I'm going to tell you guys what you guys did. You truly made it, and I mean this, you made the interview very intriguing on my end, and I know people who listen, I have the same huge group of people who listen to every show no matter what. Mom, grandma, the, no, no, no. <laughs> um, but a lot of people do listen, and I do try and make it interesting. Like, listen, when I talk about a guy who was wrongfully convicted of murder, everyone's going to listen because that's beyond intriguing. So I'm like, oh, I'm interviewing yeah. surface. You actually made me uh, – there's a couple times. I won't mention, like, to the guests. I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is freaking boring. Like, dude, okay. You do. <laughs> you guys really made it in very intriguing. You didn't get too detailed with stuff. My last thing I'm going to ask you, and you both have to answer it. When you YouTube, you guys, they don't sponsor me yet. Um, you actually like, – you truly just glide across the water. Like, you – as an amateur, I never surfed. Girls who are listening, I, I'm a professional surfer. <laughs> but you actually glide across the thing. It seems like you're floating, you're doing... what? And I really... This is going to sound very... We're going to end this generic, but it's... What goes through your head? Because it seems like you guys are floating on water, like you're in a different world. What goes through your head, Melly, when you're just like gliding across the water? It seems like an out-of-body ex- yeah. experience. It is a pretty good experience, like a feeling. Um... Well, you kind of have to just be totally present in the moment because when the wave is breaking, you kind of have to move your body and turn your board as it breaks to kind of adapt to what it's doing. Um, But in longboarding, you'll see people walk the board to the nose and get like a hang five or hang ten, which is two feet on the very tip of the board. And um, then your board kind of lifts into the air. Mm -hmm. And that feeling... um, is really great because you basically feel like you're flying. Like you're at the very tip of your board gliding across the, the ocean. It's like surreal. <laughs> it's and pretty insane. Worm? Um, well, I know there's a lot of science involved, but I don't really know any of that. Or like okay. physics, I guess. We'll ask people who are smarter than us about that. Yeah. There's a guy, Devin Howard, who explained everything to me. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, that sounds brilliant, man. <laughs> nailed like, it. Got you nailed it. it, Devin. Yeah, got it. Got it. And I was like, I'll definitely be able to tell all of people that all the time and he, he explained all of it and how like water disperses and I was like yeah right 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 but um to be honest I feel like I'm super fortunate to be able to have like somehow figured out how the whole thing works um and to be perfectly honest if uh I'd be lying and my husband will call me out on it but what I'm usually thinking and you can watch it in my videos okay um, I'm usually whistling songs, so I'm I'm either thinking there's the song from the beginning of like the cartoon Robin Hood. You love these cartoons, I, by the way. That I whistle, or I sing the song to Mortal Kombat a lot in my head. Oh my god! And so yeah, if you yeah, if you we're watch gonna, some we're of the we're ending with that. Go ahead. If you watch some of the videos of me, you can see that I'm clearly whistling, and um, 
And that's literally what I'm doing. It looks like I'm whistling because I am whistling and or singing in my head. And like you're in a completely different zone. It's very much not present, apparently. Okay, I'll be honest. She gave yeah, like uh, the exact opposite th- answer. No, but that's like good because <laughs> you guys came complete. So Melee's in the moment. You're singing Mortal Kombat thinking ABA, CABB for the blood code on Sega Genesis. Okay. Uh, mostly just finish him. I'm thinking the pirates just finish him. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be dead honest. I had such a good time here. Like you guys, you really did. So now we we end the show with this. So everyone, thank you for listening. Wait, do you have anything to plug? Do you have a Twitter, or Instagram? Or I have an wo- Instagram. It's okay. called uh, it's called Wormtown. Super easy to remember. And then Mele's is uh, it's Mele underscore Saili, which is S A I L I. So you can look at either of those. Okay, and obviously Mele does a lot of public speaking and talking on hers. She, yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike Safo, M-I-K-E-S-A-F-O. Thank you again, Jack Dempsey's, for always letting me do this in a private third floor bar. And I hope everyone had a good time. I had a great time. Yeah. If you didn't have a good time, you can suck it because these surfer girls are good. And we're going to end with you. <laughs> You're going to whistle. Or, take us out. You have to. You're going to take us out it? whistling or singing whatever song. There's a wave coming through what here. What is it? It's in, the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> song it's like super techno <laughs> thank Come you baby thank you everybody for listening have a good day <laughs>